Hey guys, welcome to another beautiful day on planet earth. This is a fun episode today. I'm talking all about the money, honey. Ooh, I think we're going to really get into it on this episode, but let's break down money. Like what is money? (laughs) Welcome to Glitter and the Shit Show. Tell us from an interdimensional space traveler. Are you ready for an expansion of consciousness, reality, and this crazy place we call earth? I'm your host, Samantha Parker. Now let's have a mind-bending experience together. Money has become an extremely interesting concept to me in the last year. And I know that might sound slightly crazy because you're like, girl, it's been around your whole entire life. But also I had a huge eye-opening awakening and I fell down the rabbit hole and I realized the money is a ridiculous system. And when you stop and think about it, we have been put into a churning cycle where it's like, go to work, go to work, go to work, make the money, make the money, make the money, make the money. And it has kept us literally in a state where we didn't have time to think about, you know, enjoying our lives. We didn't have time to think about the things that bring us pleasure, joy, and magicness. We didn't have time to be like, oh my God, I'm going to go out there and do that. You know, occasionally someone will break off and go rogue and they'll start you know, a multi-billion dollar company called Sphinx, or they'll go rogue and they'll start, or they'll go rogue and they'll start their dream fishing expedition guide tour. And they just live on a boat and they love every second of it. Right. But typically speaking, you are seeing the constant cycle of people stuck in the rat race. So that's, you know, I go to my job, I barely make enough to get by. I can't think about anything about, you know, my next paycheck. And are we going to make a Um, are we going to be able to pay our mortgage? Are we going to have enough money left over groceries? Oh my God. Now we're supposed to go to Disneyland, right? That's a cycle that a lot of us get stuck in it. I was stuck in it for a long, long time. You know, vacations were completely out of the question. I was lucky enough if I could pay rent. Um, you know, I was a single mom at 20 years old and I remember like, most of the time not being able to pay rent. I don't even know how I pulled that off most of the time. Um, But of course there was definitely not enough left over to buy groceries. And oftentimes, you know, I found myself being like, how far can we stretch out this pancake mix? I would make sure that, you know, my daughter got fed. (laughs) Um, She ate at daycare. So that was always a plus. And then in between that, it was like, you know, how are we going to make it? And of course, you know, being that young too, I fell into some addictive behaviors. I drank a lot and really there wasn't a ton of money to go anywhere. And I was just in survival mode. I wouldn't have been able to survive, you know, my car breaking down or, you know, catastrophic um, medical bills and things like that, because all I could do was go to work. Um, You know, I couldn't really process what was going to come next. And I definitely didn't have the audacity or even the vision to see outside of my current circumstances. And that is what money is designed to do. Um, I've done a lot of meditating, a lot of researching, a lot of, you know, reading the books, talking to my own alien beings and being like, what is this? And it was, in fact, designed to kind of fuck us. And, you know, originally, you know, things were backed by gold as well. And if you're American, you know that the dollar is no longer backed by gold and they basically print it, which last year, that realization too, I mean, I've known that, but I didn't realize that, um, that the piece of paper that I've been working for so hard technically doesn't have any value. It's a piece of paper. Um, And energetically, especially when you're in a spiritual awakening, that can feel like absolute garbage. And all of a sudden you might feel... Um, almost disgusting for going after money. And so, you know, there's been a lot of stuff that goes on in my money journey. You know, first off, of course, I had to realize 
um, that money was a tool and that I was worthy of making money. And, you know, I had to build a business that like made me money. And then last year though, I found myself basically shutting down my business because I felt like money was gross and energetically I was just like repelling it because I didn't want anything to do with it. Cause I'd gone through this weird awakening. Like I had worked so hard to like develop this great money mindset. And then I was like, let's burn it down when I fell down the rabbit hole, but that's part of your awakening, right? Um, And again, remember guys, these are my experiences. So if you've had anything similar, you have a different story to tell. I would love to hear it. You can come over on Instagram, DM me at the Samantha Parker. And I'll be like, yeah, bitch, let's talk money. I would love to hear from you. But we all have our own unique personal story. Some of this might relate. Some of it might not. Take what does, throw the rest out. Just telling you my perspective sitting here in St. George, Utah. So what do we do with this concept of money now, right? So I know that as an American, the U.S. dollar is printed on paper. So what value does it really hold? It's kind of interesting, though, because we have come to develop this exchange system with it, right? It's almost like a promissory note. It's like, here, I did this. You know, here's this piece of money. Here's this. Now we're just working with digital numbers. But, you know, cash cash still works most places. Um, But it's like, what do we do with this concept now? And that's what I want to discuss. I want to just discuss a different perspective, a little bit of a mind shift, mind bending, opening our awareness to what exactly are we doing, right? And what exactly are we pushing for? That's what I want to talk about. So for me, I had to do this thing where I gave money kind of a different definition. You know, I realized that money was created to be evil. Money is not the root of all evil, though. Like, let's not get this twisted. Um, but money was created essentially, I can get confirmation from higher beings over and over again to keep us stuck in lower dimensions. But that doesn't mean that we should just trash all our money goals, live in poverty down by the bank, right? Be down by the bank, the bank of a river. (laughs) We could live in poverty on the steps of the bank and get nowhere as well. But we don't have to trash everything and throw it, you know, wayside. And a big eye-opening experience that I had last year when I was kind of coming out of my fuck this, I want nothing to do with money, which was not a good place. Like, right, you know, bills are still due and kind of keeps you small. Like I bought these pair of Nike shoes today. I enjoy buying things that make me happy. They had a confetti swoosh. And the checkout lady told me, did you know this is the confetti swoosh? I was like, I knew it. That's why I bought them. I did not know that, but you know, they were calling to me. Um, I like to go out and do things and I like to experience the world. So a shift to me was this thought right here. So I see what money can do in the way of keeping us maybe stuck mentally. But if you can kind of crack that ceiling, crack that cave, you can kind of start to see it in a whole different perspective. And when you shift from, wow, look what they did with money. Well, what happens when a whole bunch of light workers, like a million of them or so, I think it's a few million of us, you know, we get it in our hands and we're like, watch what we can do with this. We can change things. Um, you know, when you think of like the top of the money chain, there are, you know, the conspiracies and facts are facts too. Um, you know, you've got the pharmaceutical industry, the food industry that sits at the top of that feeding us poison. And it is all about money for them, especially in the medical industry. And you look at things like that and you're like, huh, look what they did with that. What would happen if we started taking that power back? What would be happen if we took money and we built light beds or med beds and we did all of these really cool dimensional things. And we started looking at the 
food we put in our systems. And then we were able to spread that knowledge with everyone, right? But it's probably going to take a little bit of money. So a big perspective shift was this, like, give me that, not necessarily give it to me, but let's align ourselves with it. And let's see what happens when we put it in the hands of light workers. We were not meant to come here and suffer. We were not meant to come here and play small. We were not meant to like trudge through the mud. I've said it over and over again. We were meant to come here and thrive. And part of thriving in this current system is in fact playing with the energetic frequency of money. And that is exactly what it is. It is a frequency exchange. And whatever that means for you, it's time for you to get like kind of down and dirty with it and be like, what is it? What am I doing with it? Okay. So when we talk about kind of energetically too, I think it's really, really interesting because there's so much talk, especially like online is where I hear it. Um, you know, and these are the rumors is that we are moving into a quantum financial system. And I'm like, what exactly is that? What exactly does that do? What exactly is that? Um, and I've done a lot of research around it. And what I can understand of the quantum financial system is we're moving into a different type of currency, one that, you know, can't be printed, um, one that kind of has a different vibration to it and a different vibration pattern to it. And I would love to say that that's the way of the future, but I actually don't think it is. When I think of the quantum, that's a really hard word for me to say. When I think of the quantum financial system, I think of playing in the quantum realm. And again, there is a literal 3D talk of the quantum financial system, but I've really been looking at it as, are we talking about the quantum field here? Because there are multi-layers to multiple different things. So if we start looking at things from a quantum level, right, kind of playing off of this quantum financial system that everyone's chit-chattering about, we are starting to play in the reality of creating our own reality. We are starting to play in those higher dimensions. I want to say 5D and above. And a lot of that too is just directly asking for what it is that we want. And then, you know, kind of being open to receive it. And I know that sounds fluffy. And I know there's a ton of books you guys can read on manifesting and money and all of that. So I'm going to leave that stuff, you know, for all the money experts out there who, you know, have been floating this around for a while. And I'm just going to talk about the weird, wacky dimensional shit. But really, there's a lot of things that have worked for me. And the number one thing that has worked for me when it comes to money is just chilling the fuck out. And knowing that it's all a perspective. It's all a perspective shift. You know, I have a friend who absolutely cannot handle Las Vegas. She sees it as um, a lack of abundance. I love you, girl. I know she's listening. Shout out to my girl, Kelly. She's a genius. Um, And she's working through this. I think she's already worked through it. But she went to Vegas and she had like a total, you know, breakdown because she saw it as I can't do this because I don't have enough money or I can't do that because I have no, I don't have enough money. And I'm telling you guys, it's all in the perspective. Yes, sure. When I go to Las Vegas, I'm not playing the high roller slots. I don't think I ever will be. And again, you guys, it's all perspective and it's all relative. Maybe if I have, you know, a billion dollars sitting in my pocket, you know, playing with hundred dollar bills might not be that big of a deal. I've sat at a roulette table before where I was just playing with like, you know, the minimum bet I think was 20 at the table. You know, I was slowly letting it build up. I love playing roulette, by the way. And I was watching um, these guys just throwing down hundred dollar bets, hundred dollars, hundred dollars. So they were probably betting with, 
Um, I think at one point I was counting, they were betting with probably like $20,000 a hand and then they would just get wiped out clean. I mean, I think I sat there and watched them lose over a hundred thousand dollars. And that was after I started paying attention to how much they were losing. Cause they were just getting wiped out with these like massive bets that they were placing. And I ended up walking away with more money than them. I think I ended up walking away with like $300, but still they walked away without any of that. But my perspective was I was playing with what I wanted to play with. I was having fun and I was enjoying it. And they were probably playing with what they felt comfortable with. I mean, they were really well dressed. It seemed like no big deal to them. They were laughing, doing their thing. And, you know, I could have sat there and been like, oh my God, oh my God, like, oh, I could never be that. Or I could be like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm at. It's all in your perspective and just taking a second to chill the fuck out. There is so much abundance in this world and we don't need to run around comparing someone else's financial bank account number (laughs) of their printed dollar bills to ours. No, no, no. Like you might be insanely like lucky to stumble upon a massive pile of apples and you get to sell them and you have never found more joy in sharing all these apples, right? Like, dude, it's all in the perspective of how you're looking at your life. If you're looking at it as a lack, then that's what you're going to experience as the lack. If you're looking at it as, wow, that's really super interesting. Like I'm having fun playing with my $20 bets. I love watching these guys play with their $100 bets. It is all in perspective. But I want you to walk away with this right here from this episode. I am going to make sure I drop some exercises for you guys. I've got like a really cool little four part thing that you can do um, to kind of help you with your money perspective and just, you know, opening up this money conversation. But I want you to walk away with this. For me, I don't make money to have money. I make money to have experiences. I personally like having money in my bank account, you know, something comes up. I like paying my mortgage. I love doing all of those things, but I don't want to die with a pile of it sitting there. I want to experience this world. I am driven on experiencing this planet. I get a kick out of driving around and looking at rocks. I get a kick out of, you know, being able to take my family. The U S is full of like insane experiences, Right now, I know that it's a little tricky to like fly over the world. I have been to Bali and some other places. I really want to take my family to Europe. But my whole thing is I make money to experience this life. And, you know, that's one thing too that I went from last year where I was like, oh, like I don't want to play in this game anymore because I could see, I could see the agenda and I could see where it could started. And then I was like, wait, this is still the reality, but how can I like maybe pull some of those quantum feelings into it and start quantum creating with it? When I get to go out and have experiences, I get to share my light. I get to share my voice. And part of just being a light worker here is vibrating in your frequency and sharing it as you go around. It's like, boom, 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 boom. You know, my people, my higher dimensional beings keep telling me it's not about you going out and like putting on your warrior suit. You've done that in past lives, but it's not about that. It's about you just staying in your light and staying in your frequency and affecting those around you. And it's bigger than what you can imagine. So for me going out and experiencing this planet, you know, living that one life, that's what I want to do. One thing I love about my dad is he's also all about the experiences and, you know, I know he's got his own money thing, so I'm not speaking for his money, his money situation, but I love how he just, you know, likes to go um, hike. I love how he likes to go backpack. He likes to just, you know, catch a trout. (laughs) And to me, that's the simplicity of just experiencing it. So 
figure out what your big statement is. You know, for me, it's, I don't make money to have money. I make money to experience this planet. What is it for you? What is it that you want to do? And part of my experience is, of course, layered and dimensional. I want to be able to um, give back as much as possible. And yeah, that's going to take some, you know, calling in some higher frequencies of money. But I also am in this period right now, giving myself permission to make money how I want to make it. Okay. If they can print it and they can make digital numbers, you can make it how you want to make it. It doesn't have to get hard. You can be super, super comfy with it. That's your goal here is to get comfy with whatever your big statement is and where your focus is. That is where it's going to flow. Um, earlier this year, 2021, I did a lot of research on cryptocurrency. In fact, it was this time last year. I think my husband came home and I had been sitting on my bed um, watching YouTube videos for like 10 hours straight, learning about blockchains. And it was so insanely fascinating to me. I could see it as an energy being and a frequency, and it just was clicking to place in my brain. I have never had anything click into place that much. So I spent a huge portion of the, you know, the end of last year and the first of this year learning about cryptocurrencies. And I decided that I wanted to invest in them. I didn't have a pile of money sitting around to invest. And that was one of my downfalls at first was I was beating myself up. Well, I only have $50 to invest or $100 to invest. I don't have 100,000 like these big players do. So I was doing these buy-ins, $20. I'd make 14%, but it, what did that put me at? You know, $30. And I was like, oh, but these people were like, oh my God, I just made 14,000. Um, and cryptocurrency works a lot like stocks too, when you learn more about them, but I didn't think I had enough to play the game. And, you know, at the, I want to say like early spring, I started adding up what I had invested in crypto and my gains and these little increments of fifty hundred dollars um, I have over $10,000 invested in cryptocurrency. Um, I will hit peaks where it runs and I'm like, oh my God, I just made another 4,000 on top of that. And, you know, it just kind of keeps compounding. And of course there's dips. It's like the stock market. I'm telling you, it's pretty identical to the stock market. And you know what? It ebbs and it flows. But my point is here is my focus was there. And all of a sudden the frequency of just having the cash to invest was just there as well. I can't explain it. I'm not telling you guys all of a sudden I like had a pile of $10,000 pop in my lap, but for where I was in the level that I was at, all of a sudden I had the desire and I had that dream and those goals and I was putting my energy into it and the frequency was matched. It's kind of rad. Of course, I've also started playing a little bit with stocks and you know, the old Samantha would be like, that's stupid. Like, what are you doing with your money? And now I'm like, eh. these are just digital numbers. I'm figuring out if I put this digital number, <laughs> USD. Um, that sits in fiat when you're playing with crypto. And I put it into these bizarre companies doing these crazy things with digital currency. Like, let's see what happens. You know, so it's all in that perspective shift. And just knowing that it's all perspective. I'm not telling you guys to invest in crypto or anything like that. Like, you know, um, maybe you invest in a shoe company and it goes really well for you. I don't know. I think I just bought some shoes today. So that's like what's on the top of my mind. I'm really excited about the confetti swoosh. <laughs> okay. But my point is here is that it can go from being hard to easy. The choice is up to you. 
I love to ask myself, like, how easy can it be to make this money? How easy does this get to be to live the life I want to live? How easy does it get to be to have the energy frequency to experience the things I want to experience? And, you know, I ask myself as a business owner too, like, how easy does this business get to be to support this crazy lifestyle where I can talk about higher dimensionals and weird, all sorts of crazy things. I can talk about alien abductions and, you know, it pays for this podcast. Like, how easy does this get to be? you know, that choice is up to you. I'm in the middle of launching a brand new brand, um, chillglitter.com. And I'm like wanting to go into stress mode. I'm wanting to go into hustler mode. I am a hustler at heart. And I've just been like, dude, how easy can this be? Like, how easy does this get to be? And the choice really is up to you. Okay. So I promised you guys a little exercise and I'm going to do it. But first, let's see. I want to make sure I've got this right now. Oh, I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I've got four little parts here. And first thing I want you to do when it comes to your money and your frequency and your vibration is I want you to do an inventory. And I'm telling you right now, you're not going to sit down with a piece of paper and all of a sudden have an inventory of money. I've taught you like that in the past and it's a bunch of fluffy spiritual bypassing garbage. Okay. Pass Samantha, shame on you, but look at you now. Um, I'm not going to tell you to do that. I want you though, to just do an inventory of how you spend your money, um, in the frequency of how it feels. So that's my question for you. So when you go to a store and you're purchasing the swoosh Nikes, are you feeling shame, guilt, sadness, anger? You don't deserve these things like that. That's the inventory we're looking at. Do you feel a shame and a twinge of pain when you go to open your app and you have to look at things like that? Um, what kind of anxiety is going around this? And by app, I mean like, you know, your financial apps, your bank app, all that kind of shit, (laughs) but just do an inventory of how you feel, um, throughout the day. And if you've got anxiety and things like that and really start to shift the mindset. Okay. I opened up my bank app and the reason why it gives me anxiety is because I never have enough to pay my bills. If that's something that's going through your head, what if you shifts shifted it to this? This is one of my perspective shifts is every time I open up my bank app, I have way more money than I expected. And I do. It's bizarre. I'm like, where did these payments come from? Holy shit. Holy shit. Like, I didn't think I was gonna have that much in my business account. And oh my God, I have $8,000 more than I thought I had. Who the fuck am I? Right? And these are the things I want you to start um, replacing. One thing that I like to do and like to look at too is um, the frequency of when I'm spending money, I will say, I just spent $40. This is coming back to me double or triple or whatever. And it's kind of funny. Sometimes it'll come back like to the dime where I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. It's quantum energy. Maybe this is the quantum financial system they all talk about. I don't know. Okay. So that's the first thing you're going to do is do your inventory. And then number two, go in levels that feel good to you. You know, online, there's a lot of clout. Um, I work in the digital world. So there's a lot of people being like, oh, I made a million dollars doing this. Dude, if you haven't made, you know, your first random hundred dollars, like through this kind of thinking, I I mean, anything is fucking possible, but it's not likely that you're just going to all of a sudden be like, I only have a hundred dollars in my banking app ever. That's like always what's there there's going to be a million dollars there on Monday. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe you're going to win the lottery, but I say, take it in levels. You know, I start with things like, um, you know, I always have a bare minimum of $8,000 in each account that I have. 
Um, and I focus on that. And then I'm like, oh, I only have a minimum of $25,000 in each account that I have. Like we're starting with levels. You know, maybe you're going to go to a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, um, and kind of just bump up with what your frequency is telling you to do. Okay. And then number three, there's always exceptions to the rules. Okay. Anything is fucking possible. If you are so stuck on, you know, let's say you're, we're going to go with 10,000. It's a good random number, 10,000 USD. You are like, listen, 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 universe, listen, my beings, listen, my friends, listen, quantum realm. I'm going to open up this app. Um, and within this month, there will be $10,000 sitting in my checking account. And you're like over there, logical ego brain is like, listen, you only make $20 an hour and you only work 20 hours a week. I don't know what you work, you know? And they're like, this isn't adding up. This is not going to add up. And you're like, shit, I'm never going to do this. Well, fuck that. There's always exceptions to the rules because there are no rules. You have no fucking idea what's going to happen. Crazy shit happens when we change our mind. I'm like, wow, look at these digital numbers fly in, right? Look at this shit just blow up. That's what I'm talking about right there is there are always exceptions to the rules. You could win that damn lottery. Um, okay. And then number four, you just got to figure out that you got to lean in and then lean back sometimes. Sometimes you just got to really lean in and then you got to lean back sometimes. Okay. When I wrote this down earlier, I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? You want me to talk about money? Now I'm like, lean in, lean out, lean in, lean out. And they're saying that you got to kind of lean into the sense of anything is possible but they also want you to lean into them, you know, and if you specifically ask for what it is that you want, these higher dimensional beings that are here helping your ass out will help your ass out. But then you've got to lean out and you've got to surrender and you've just got to let the shit happen. You cannot obsess over the numbers. You cannot obsess over everything. You have to just be like, I know that there are exceptions to the rules because there aren't any fucking rules. Holy shit. Let's see what happens. You got to have a fuck it. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Blow my mind. Holy shit. What could happen? Okay. So here's what you're going to (laughs) do. You're going to sit on this. You're going to meditate on this. You're going to ask for a wild experience tonight in your dreams where you are shown, you know, maybe a different way that you can play in this quantum money field And then you're going to go out and get it. Sound like a plan? All right. Go out and enjoy this beautiful day on this motherfucking planet we call Earth.